Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A blind piano player, wrestler, long-distance runner, and a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions across the U.S., are here to tell their story of their unique and incredible journey together. Welcome to the Nancy and Mike Show. Nancy and Mike will engage you with some of the most unimaginable and heartwarming stories of their extraordinary life. So please welcome your hosts, Nancy and Mike. Hi, my name is Mike Zorak. And this is Nancy Noble. We are coming to you live, broadcasting from BBM Talk Radio, God Inspired. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. The phone number is 866-451-1451. And today's date is, hooray, we're out of February, (laughs) March 2nd, 2024. And this is show number 249. Yep. Now, I mentioned last week that I would talk about dreams, yeah. true color dreams. And I'm not going to tell you that I saw any colors because I did yep. not, except I saw my true colors. But anyway, <laughs> uh, getting back to, I'm going to start out with a little bit of college basketball, where I am up to date here. Uh, I'm 83 and 52. And uh, 83 wins. Cool. 83 wins. I, I, the magic number for the 14th week is 84. So I got to win one out of five games today. And I will tell you, it's a classic Saturday <laughs> when I did oh, the rest of my games this morning. You struggled this morning. I felt like I have no idea what I'm doing. So. <laughs> Uh, any, meeny, miny, mo. Which way should I go? And it, it, uh, it's not a good feeling. Yeah. So, anyways, I have to win the game this afternoon, and I'm five and zero oh on Sundays. I uh, won last week with uh, LaSalle over Rhode Island, and I also won on Sunday. Uh, St. John's in Creighton. I took a chance with St. John's. The reason being because uh, Creighton had beaten UConn, who was number one in the country, and I thought they might have a letdown. And I managed to get away with that. So the first Sunday I was 3-0, and and last Sunday I was 2-0. and And remember, I got to win 90 games. So that's this week and next week. And I'll probably look at the cards for the NCAA tournament to see if I could pick 20 more games. But if the card looks like it did today, I I will quit. So I have to win seven more games out of 15. That's what I got left. Okay. And uh, 
So anyway, after that happens, my 90th win, if it happens, uh, you won't want to be here to hear the fat guy sing. (laughs) But (laughs) anyway, (laughs) that's what will happen. I've had such a struggle this year. And uh, it's last Saturday I lost uh, Duke and Wake Forest. I lost with 1.4 seconds to go in the game. Now, yesterday, I picked uh, Cornell over Penn in the Ivy League, and I managed to win on a concession basket at the end of the game. I actually won 87 to 86. That's the kind you usually lose. That's the kind I usually lose. So... For once, I got lucky yesterday, and I also I lost with uh, my only loss this week was uh, Loyola Chicago. They blew Dayton off the court, (laughs) and Dayton was ranked number uh, twenty one. It was close for quite a while. And uh, so anyway, I'm four and one this week. Uh, Let's see what else did I win? I I won with uh, gosh, what was it? Anyway, I can't, maybe I'll think of it later. I know it had to do with Maryland and Northwestern, I think it was. And uh, I picked Northwestern, and they won at Maryland. So uh, that was good. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, that's the college basketball. And I, I'm going to go into a couple more dreams that I had. Uh, many, many years ago. Well, I just wanted to remind the listeners that when Mike dreams, he sees nothing since he never had any vision, so he has no memories to back him up. But he hears, he feels, he tastes just like his regular life. So no visual, no color. And I like smell. That. Oh, smell. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, I just have this one quick thing. This is not my main thing, but... I saw this in a mail thing. Uh, Helen Keller said, when you lose your vision, you lose contact with things. When you lose your hearing, you lose contact with people. By Helen Keller. I thought that was interesting. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and the deal about that, uh-huh. I don't go swimming anymore because uh, I actually I haven't been swimming since we got married in 1980. And the reason I don't is because when I go in swimming, it gives me ear infections. And especially here, where the medical profession is, it takes forever. And if you have a problem, they'll say, well, okay, we'll see you in three months. And uh, when when I don't hear good, I don't want to wait for three months. That happened to me in uh, 2022, I think it was. Yeah, uh, I had an ear infection. It lasted me almost six months. And, uh, yeah, from March to July, three, four, five, six, five months. Yeah, because it was the outer ear, the uh, first doctor said, well, you don't have an infection, you don't have a fever. But he, he did have an infection, but it was the outside of the ear. And that. So eventually it got fixed. Yeah, and I can't stand that Debrox because, and it's so hard to find a place to get your ears cleaned out and all that. And 
and uh, it, it's very bad medical system out here. But anyway, uh, Nancy mentioned that, and and uh, I got kind of a busy week this week, and uh, I'm going to start out with the dreams I had long time ago, and uh, they were before I met Nancy, and the wedding dream that I talked about last week and the tuna fish dream, <laughs> uh, those were uh, before I met Nancy also. Right. Uh, one was the wedding dream, yeah. And they were frustrating. And uh, th- what happened was uh, I signed up for this piano competition. And... Uh, it was at Los Angeles City College. Now, this is real or the dream? No, this is a dream. Okay, thank you. And uh, it was within walking distance of my apartment. Okay. And anyway, I went there. I could walk there by myself, and I could walk home by myself. I didn't need any sighted help, which was unusual. Well, it was a dream. And Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I went there, and I was on the program. And the way these things work out a lot of times, when you have piano competitions or kind of music competitions, Mm -hmm. usually they save the best for the end. And uh, I was to play last on the program I was to play uh, Prelude in C-Sharp Minor by Rachmaninoff, Mm, which I actually did win two talent shows with that piece. Yeah, it's great. And uh, very jumpy and very hard. But anyway, I signed up to play that piece. And the first girl came up and uh, I'm sorry to bore you with stuff if you don't know any anything about classical music. But uh, she played the Swans from Carnival of the Animals by Sasson. Yep. And uh, it's a piece that I would like to learn, as a matter of fact. And most of the time when that piece is played, it's played with uh, cello and piano. Mm -hmm. But there is a piano version of that piece. And this girl played it, and she played it great. And while she was playing, I remember sitting in the audience thinking, what am I doing here? (laughs) Doubt. Doubt, fear, fear of failure, okay? Oh, yeah. Hey, I have a sentence about that. I know. And fear of failure, I also have this afternoon with my games. I keep thinking about the games I pick. Do I know what I'm doing? Well, let me tell you, I don't know what I'm doing today. Okay. So anyway. We'll be patient. I get up and I leave. In your dream, you just left. I just left. Walked home. I thought, I don't deserve to be here. I can't compete with this. Mm. And so then... After the thing was over, it was a Saturday, Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And Monday, I called the girl who was in charge that I'd like a recording of the concert. Oh, yeah. And she said, well, you're, uh, the recordings are only for people who were in the program. And I said, well, I was in the program. And she said, well, uh, I have it here that you signed up for the program, but you never performed. And I said, I got sick and I had to leave. Well, that was false. I did not get sick. I left because I was concerned that I couldn't compete. Right. So she said, well, being that you didn't perform, we can't send you a recording of the concert because I wanted to know what else was on it. Yeah. All right. Maybe she was the best. So. Uh, maybe she was the best and may who knows, maybe she won. And uh anyway, that's one dream I had and and I remember the next day when I had the dream and I thought, boy, I'm so competitive. That's typical of something that I would do. Remember it sounds like you uh, honest. Remember I I said last week that I would talk about True colors. Yeah, what's that? Yellow? <laughs> True colors is my dropping out because I feared that I couldn't compete. Yeah, That's, sometimes yellow is like chicken. Oh, yellow is chicken. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. I was chicken. Yeah. Now, the other dream, we had this wonderful church that we went to. Mm-hmm. And... It was a privilege, and most people never get to experience what Nancy and I had and a a small variety of other people Mm -hmm. where they find a church that's very close-knit. It was a family. It was like a family, brothers and sisters. And uh, there were about 10 or 15 of us after the church service, Mm -hmm where we would go out and eat at a restaurant. And we were very close. We had friends, and we still have some of those friends from that church. And um, it was the best church that I've ever been at. Me too. And what made it good? Uh, The preacher. Mm -hmm. The preacher was, his name was Mike Noizumi. But his real name was Hiroshi. But he figured that he just had everybody call him Mike because it was easier than Hiroshi. He was Japanese. Yeah. And he was the preacher. And well, one thing he did, he strongly believed in the Bible scripture of people displaying their talents uh, for the enjoyment of others. So because he had this strong belief, I got to do concerts there and I got Nancy would bring in a, she finished the painting, she'd bring it in to show the church. And uh, it was fantastic. And I remember the day that we went to church This is not the dream yet. Okay. And we went to church, and the preacher was moving, and he's retiring. Yeah. I tell you, 
I've been to funerals mm. before, and nothing matched any of the funerals that I had ever been to. It was uh, a mess. Yeah, it hit us hard. It was a mess of of sadness Mm -hmm. because we didn't all live close to each other and it meant that we were going to split up. Yes, you did. Change churches. Some people would go to this church. Some Mm -hmm. people would go to that church. And we were splitting up. And I remember I was sitting next to this black woman. Her name was Devine Baldwin. And she loved my music. And uh, instead of feeling sorry for herself because this church was shutting down, her concern was, what's going to happen to Mike Zorick's piano concerts? And she was sitting right next to me, and she came up with that. And that, I had so much respect for her. She was thinking of me instead of thinking about how dreadful, how sad this is. But uh, it was quite a day. And uh, like I said, it was worse than any funeral I had ever been to. And uh, my dream that I had involved this church. And what happened in the dream, uh, I kept asking Mike Noizumi or Hiroshi, I kept asking him, trying to talk him into having a church checker tournament. And uh, I was persistent. And... So anyway, he said, well, I'll get back to you. And then I would ask him the next week, how's the checker tournament going? And finally, he said, well, okay, I got it done. We're going to have a checker tournament on such and such a day. And it's going to last a few weeks because there's eight people. And uh, you got to win three matches to win the checker tournament if it's uh, one loss elimination. Okay. Um, when I was in school, I had checker tournaments. Right. My father was a state champ. I won every tournament that I entered. And my record was 56-2 and two in these tournaments. And uh, anyway, we went to the restaurant and... Mike was going to give us the pairings for the tournament. At the restaurant. At the restaurant. Okay, I'm following. And the first match, Zorik and Wade. Uh-oh. And I slammed the table with my right hand hard. Ooh. Angry, angry I was fit to be tied. Uh, for people who listened to our show in the mm-hmm. past, if they remember the deal with Stilchin, well, the day I wrestled Stilchin for the last time was March 4th, 1967. That's Monday, the anniversary of that. Mm-hmm. And Stilchin was the state champ of New Jersey. And my being a bracketologist, 
nothing bothered me more than having the best two go at it in the first round. I know that. And Will Wade, we're still friends with him today. Yeah. And I was sitting next to Will. Oh, out at the restaurant. At the restaurant. I can picture it. Will was on my left side. Mm. Nancy was on my right. Mm. And I hit that table, and everybody thought, what in the world just happened? I was furious. Anyway, I got up. We never ordered our food. I got up. I told Nancy, I'm out of here. I quit. And I was fuming. And You're quitting the checker the tournament, checker not tournament. the church. Not the church. Okay. And Nancy and I went home. Mm. And my heart was pounding and my blood Ooh. was boiling. And, and uh, we were driving home and I didn't say a word. Oof. And I started to think about Jesus. Yeah, okay. And... That Jesus would not have done what I did. I don't think so. And uh, so anyway, we were quiet all the way home. And of course, the talk over lunch was what happened <laughs> Wait, to Mike, Mike Zorick, oh, all right? So anyway, <gasps> uh, we're going to a commercial, <laughs> and this is the Nancy and Mike show. I'll be back to finish this. <laughs> According to the American Nurses Association, there are approximately three and a half to four million nurses in the United States. So where do all these nurses work? What kind of roles do they have? What kind of education and training help to prepare them for so many different settings? What kind of impact do nurses have on patient outcomes? The World Health Organization has announced that 2020 will be the year of the nurse, honoring the 200th birth anniversary of Florence Nightingale. An international initiative called Nursing Now is underway to raise the profile of nursing. The National Academy of Medicine has convened a committee to create the future of nursing 2020 to 2030 that will focus on how the nursing profession can create a culture of health, reduce health disparities, and improve the health and well-being of the U.S. population. Learn more and join Joyce Batchelor on All About Nursing, Wednesdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on the BBM Global Network. Author, radio show host, and coach, John M. Hawkins, reveals strategies to help gain perspective, build confidence, find clarity, achieve goals. John M. Hawkins' new book, Coached to Greatness, unlock your full potential with limitless growth. Published by iUniverse, Hawkins reveals strategies to help readers accomplish more. He believes the book can coach them to greatness. Hawkins says that the best athletes get to the top of their sport with the help of coaches, mentors, and others. He shares guidance that helps readers reflect on what motivates them, rediscover and assess their core values, philosophies, and competencies, find settings that allow them to be the most productive, and track their progress towards accomplishing goals. Listen to John Hawkins' My Strategy, Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. Hi, my name is Mike Zorick. And this is Nancy Noble. We are coming to you uh, from BBM Talk Radio. 
I, I'm getting mixed up here. This is the Nancy and Mike show. The phone number is 866-451-1451. And no, I'm not angry now like I was then. <laughs> but you're a little lost in that dream. But yeah, I got <laughs> lost in that dream. But anyhow. Uh, so we got home. When, We're not talking. When the pairings came out, Will was upset about it. But he was quiet. And he was, even though he wasn't happy about the brackets, uh, he was willing to go along with it. I was not. Because you both were undefeated checker Yeah, players. we were both. Uh, uh, Will never lost a checker game in his life. And I did manage to play him a couple of times. And we tied each other. We had two games, and they were both ties. So Will's streak of never getting lost stayed intact. And one thing his wife, Kathy, told me on the phone is that Will's looking for somebody to play checkers with. He's so good, nobody wants to play him. And so I said I would play him, and I did, and we had two ties. So that was real life. So that was real. And uh, getting back to the dream, Nancy and I drove home. And the phone rings. And it's Mike Noizumi. I'm surprised. And he, the way he is, he's so humble. Oh, gentle. And gentle and Mm -hmm. caring and loving. Wonderful person. And wonderful personality. And uh, the first thing he asked me on the, when he called, he asked me if he did something wrong. And that he doesn't understand why uh, I've been asking for this tournament and I'm the one pushing it. I'm the one that wants it. And then when we set a date for it, I quit. He couldn't understand what yeah, the deal pretty was. Dramatic. All right, that was dramatic. <clears throat> so he decided to come over with his wife, and we discussed it. Mm-hmm. And I explained to him he doesn't he didn't know about bracketing. He said that there there was no. Uh, uh, we just picked the names out of a hat, and uh, the my and Will's came up. And the first round. And uh, this is what you have when you don't have seeding. And uh, I know about bracketing from my old wrestling coach. And uh, So did he understand it in the dream? Did he get it? He said that he would change the brackets for me so that Will and I couldn't meet until the finals. Good. And uh, That's all you ask, we right? got it resolved. But regardless, I should not have reacted the way I did. I should have told him we need to talk about this. Yes. I'm having a conflict with it. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, uh, Will was happy about it. But if uh, they had left it, left it the way it was, he would have gone along with it, even though he was upset. But anyway, the talk over lunch that day, what happened to Mike Zorick? Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're at a restaurant 
all the customers who are at the yeah. restaurant hear somebody slam the table and walk and out. Walk out. And whatever happened Ooh. over there, you know? <laughs> so anyway, that was definitely a true colors dream for me. And, you know, I look at this dream about the piano playing and the checker tournament and I, this this thing, it has Mike Zorak's name written all over you it. You are so competitive. <laughs> so anyway, uh, those are the dreams. And uh-huh. uh, this church that we had was, uh, if you ever experienced like the, a friendship church like that, uh, good for you because not everybody does. And we had it for... Oh, I don't know, maybe 15 years or maybe no, longer, than, longer, than uh, longer than that. We started in 94 and I'm... I know, I, I think I taught Sunday school for about 20 years. So. Okay, so we were there for at least 20 years because that's the only school church you taught Sunday school. Right. So it didn't seem that long, but we were so close yeah. knit as friends. And uh, this church we're going to now, I like the preacher, mm-hmm. but boy, is it hard to make friends. It's a big church. And it, it's uh, not like Mike Noizumi. No. And people don't go out to eat after this church either. They do, so. but they're in their little groups. We haven't so we connected. We went to the restaurant with where some of the people go, and uh, uh, we were excluded from the conversation, so to speak. But anyway, uh, be that as it may, uh, that's the, uh, the dreams I had. And, uh, uh, one of the things I'm going to talk about when Nancy gets done Uh is two being better than one and a scenario that happens all the time and why it happens. But anyway, it's Nancy's turn. Okay. Well, uh, this is from Moments of Peace for Moms. It's uh, by um, our Daily Bread. So this is, um, let's see. I do not, oh, this is Matthew 6.34. Oh, we're reading Matthew. Am I glad we're reading Matthew? Oh, chapter 7, my favorite. We read today. Yeah. So anyway, this is from Matthew 6. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own, Matthew 6, 34. So uh, Christians are having a lot to worry about these days. And uh, the degradation of society, political instability, um, the anti-Christian sentiments. So we all are troubled about what could happen in the future. So at the bottom it says, We can experience the peace of God when we stop worrying about what might be and focus on what is and be grateful. It's necessary to disengage. I think what we do is um, try to be objective, to disengage or be objective of what we feel and what we're doing in order to walk close to God. And then I have this other book. We've been reading for years and years. It looks like it kind of beat up around the edges. It's called Quiet Times. And this I love. Okay. This scripture is from Exodus 14, 13. Do not be afraid. 
stand firm and you will see the deliverance of the Lord will bring you through today. So I underlined this sentence in bright orange. I don't know how many years ago I underlined it, but it said, it's the fear of failure that can be the real problem. Fear immobilizing us, it stalls us, it cripples us, and bogs us down. The fear of failure is the one of the main reasons why perfectionists tend to procrastinate. And I have a procrastination problem. And uh, one time I asked Mike, uh, could you tell me uh, something I'm doing wrong? And uh, he said, well, you uh, let the mail pile up too much. And if you saw how much mail we get, piles of it every day. So um, It takes two hours a day to go through the mail. So I thought, okay, I'm going to do something about this. And I set the timer, said, okay, I'm going to start off slow because it's overwhelming right now. And then uh, after I set the timer, I did just that. Okay. And that helped me get going. Now I am taking the time to, what I do at first, I open all the envelopes. One thing. Okay. And then the next thing, I scratch off all our names and throw that stuff away, and then keep the ones we're going to give money to. So I told the girls at the prayer group, I go to a women's prayer group, and the head woman said, whoa, I don't know many wives that will ask their husband to tell them what they're doing wrong. So I I think it's a good lesson. If you start slow, if uh, you... You don't want a husband that's just going to browbeat you and yell at you. But if you see what he's saying is true, and if you can start small to fix that problem, I I think it's well worth the effort. Right, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I am doing better, I hope, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the mail just keeps coming ah, in droves. <laughs> They keep coming. They, once you give to some charity, they give your name out to everybody else along those lines. So that's the problem. Okay, hon, I'm done. Anyway, uh, after everything is said and done, done, I'm scared to death I'm going to lose all my college basketball oh, games this afternoon. <laughs> if I go 0-5 oh, this afternoon... This morning, I don't know what it is about these Saturday cards. I just can't figure them out. That's why I started adding other days because it seems like the bookies really narrow in and get it right on Saturdays. Yeah, nothing sounds nothing sounds attractive or appealing on Saturdays, and and I try to get it so that I do more games during the week. But I did five games this past week at week uh-huh. and uh it should help right well yeah should and uh we slept overslept an hour today and we just I think we needed it we just barely got done in time for the radio show this morning so uh i think i finished my iced tea at 10 minutes to 12 so that shows you how close we were <laughs> but anyway uh, one thing i wanted to talk about uh, I've been talking about girls the last few weeks, and you could take this 
scenario to the bank. It doesn't happen as much now as it used to because uh, girls are getting better at team play. But I'll give you a scenario that used to happen all the time. And you could you could see the development of it. And here's how it goes. The guy and the girl, they meet. And the guy does all the phone calls. He sets up all the dates. Well, this is where we're going to go. And uh, this is what we're going to do. Oh, keep going. Somebody's mowing the lawn outside. Anyway. Yeah, I got to mow the lawn today. (laughs) But anyway, uh, they meet each other, and the guy's doing all the calling and making the arrangements for all the dates. And whatever the guy does, the girl uh, says, oh, I had so much fun today. And uh, the relationship, it keeps on continuing under the same situation and finally they end up getting married and now all of a sudden the girl's true colors come out and the girl says uh the guy says uh i you're not the girl i thought i married and the girl said, I never was the girl you thought you married. Uh-oh. So it's total on her part, because the guy allowed this to happen, total deception. And we are going to a break, and then we'll come back. This is the Nancy and Mike show. Have you ever felt like no one is listening, or you're not getting the honest attention you deserve? Do you even know the kind of attention you want or need? You are not alone. Alice Aspen March is here to help. Thanks to Alice, through her epiphany and research over the word attention, there are solutions to the attention dilemma. Worldwide audiences have been enthralled and engaged for over 40 years with her visionary and pioneering observations. The kind of attention we get and give is vital to improving our lives and society. Alice and her weekly guests review game-changing insights for transforming and improving our understanding of attention, providing techniques for creating healthier and empowering behavior. Get a new perspective on a mainstream word. Tune into Why Our Attention Matters for fresh and thought-provoking conversations every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on BoldBraveMedia.com and the TuneIn Radio app. Mike Zorick, a three-time California state champion in Greco-Roman wrestling at 114 pounds. Mike, blind since birth, was born in Hartford, Connecticut. He was a six-time national placer, including two seconds, two-thirds, and two-fourths. He also won the Veterans Folk Style Wrestling twice at 152 pounds. In all these tournaments, he was the only blind competitor. Nancy Zorick, a creative spirit whose talents have taken her to the stage and into galleries and exhibitions in several states. Her father, a commercial artist who shared his instruments with his daughter and helped her fine-tune her natural abilities, influenced her decision to follow in his footsteps. Ms. Zorick has enjoyed a fruitful career doing what she loves. Listen Saturday mornings at 12 Eastern for The Nancy and Mike Show for heartwarming stories and interesting talk on the BBM Global Network. 
Hi, my name is Mike Zarek. And this is Nancy Noble. We are coming to you live broadcasting from BBM Talk Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. The phone number is 866-451-1451. And I think when I came in last time, I messed something up, and I'll find out what it was. But uh, anyway, uh, this deal with the, with the girl when everything is set up by the guy and he doesn't find out the things she likes, the food she likes, uh, where she wants to go, because he's doing all the all the setting up. And uh, I know if uh, I was dating somebody, and I would want to know where the other person wants to go. Where does she want to eat, or what does she want to do? I know with Nancy. Uh, when we were dating, we but, would... you know, it helped. We were friends for two years. That helps. Yeah, it did help. It uh, helped I wasn't the... putting any false front to you. I was totally honest. Yeah, you, I know. You, you, you knew about me already before we dated. That's true. And maybe, maybe the point is it's better to start out as friends because... Uh, you feel like there's less on the line when you're just friends yeah. and it enables you to be more honest than you would be if you were trying to get something out of it. Yeah, right. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we we were friends for two years and Nancy was dating other guys and, and uh, I wasn't dating anybody, but... Uh, we had a good friendship and uh, uh, I needed, you know, a lot of blind people, they do marry readers. That's, that's a common thing because they see each other and they get close to each other. And uh, so that's what I did. And, uh, but that's a good point that Nancy mentions about being friends first. And, uh, not so much here, but when we were living in California, a lot of times we went to two different restaurants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nancy's into Mexican food. She hasn't found no. uh, the right Mexican place here. I know. Uh, Sad. And uh, there's actually, I'm fussy, but there's more restaurants <laughs> that I like than there are restaurants that Nancy likes. And uh, so... We haven't gone to two restaurants. I don't no, know if we've we had that since we since we moved here. But in California, we did it all the time. Yeah. Uh, there was one great Mexican place that Nancy mm-hmm. loved. The best. And the best. And my favorite restaurant was a place called Cactus Jack's. And it had fantastic tuna melts. <laughs> Uh, you know, me and my tuna fish, yeah. it had, uh, chicken melt, uh, chicken salad melt, uh, plain tuna, plain chicken salad, uh, grilled cheese and bacon. I never knew what to get. They had so many good things on the menu and they gave lots of French fries and the French fries were delicious. Yep. And, uh, sounds uh, like somebody's hungry. Uh, it, it was, <laughs> it was by far my favorite place. And I remember when I went to uh, the Hawaii Marathon 
and I found out that they didn't have tuna fish in that state. And I thought, well, I know where I'm going after I come home to California. I'm going to Cactus Jack's and get a tuna melt. But anyway, that that was the deal with that. And uh, uh, one of the other things I was going to talk about is the past week we had. And, uh, you know, you got to get to know each other when you're dating or or when you're just friends uh, so that the guy knows what the girl likes, what she likes to do and all this kind of thing. And uh, uh, when the guy makes all the moves, then the girl could deceive him. And uh, but I remember first hearing about it. I never was the girl you thought you married. And uh, it's actually, that's tragic, if you want to know the truth. Yeah. It's actually, it's it's not a funny story. It's not a joke. It's actually a tragedy. But anyway, uh, the week, uh, Wednesday, Nancy had to go to the eye doctor. And of course, you know me, I was Nervous. scared out of my mind. And... Uh, but our friend Tracy took us. And she's the girl who just got her voice back. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's been a long time when oh, she couldn't man. talk, where a doctor cut her vocal cords. Just one of them. And the, yeah. One is, you know. One is enough to do the damage. She couldn't talk. And. Uh, so they got to chat while I got. They put stuff in my eyes, so I couldn't see good after the exam. So. Tracy drove us there and drove us home. I don't know what would have happened if Tracy hadn't been there because I don't know who else would have driven us. I hate to ask Donna all the time because uh, she's so busy. Yeah. And uh, But anyway, we got done with it. And uh, uh, Tuesday, well, Nancy's test is unknown for yeah, her not eyes. Until May. They have to do some microscopic thing. Yeah, and May 20th, uh, she has to go back at 10 mm-hmm. o'clock in the morning. And Tuesday, our friend Linda came over. Oh, and played Scrabble. Played Scrabble with me. And she slacked the pants <laughs> off of me. And uh, as far as the game oh, was She got concerned, all the good letters. Yeah, she did. But I didn't particularly enjoy the game. Reason being, nothing having to do with her but because I had nothing to work with. And what it was, what it felt like, it was like you want to make a recipe and you don't have the right ingredients and you don't have the right cooking facilities. Yeah. So you're stuck. You're stuck. So you, you, uh, <laughs> what, it, what, it, what it ends up happening is you have nothing to work with. But our series, we only played two games so far and we split. We're one and one. But one of the things that really interested me was what is she going to do with these good letters? Where is she going to place them? It's one thing to get good letters. It's another thing to know what to do with the good letters you get. And she knew what to do with the good letters she got. She looked for the double words and the triple words and the triple letter scores. Uh, she got a Q on a triple letter score. So that's 30 points. Ooh. And uh, so I 
was impressed. I was thoroughly impressed <laughs> with the way she handled all the good letters she got. And that's part of being a good Scrabble player is knowing what to do with your good letters. And, uh, and this game is for blind people and for sighted people. It's that little squares fit in a little niche. So Mike can feel around without moving any letters. They have the Braille and they have the regular letters and the points on it. So anyway, that was how we did it. And, uh -huh. and I, I enjoyed watching her play with her good letters that she got. And uh, that was the thing that impressed me the most about that game. And uh, I got to play the piano for her. And it, it was really, it was a really fun afternoon. It was. And uh, uh, yesterday we went out with a good friend. Uh, we're going to a break. Yeah. Uh, this is the Nancy and Mike show. Are you struggling to care for elderly parents or a spouse? Do you wonder if being a caregiver is making you sick? Are you worried about taking time off work to care for elderly parents and balance work, life, and caregiving? Has caregiving become exhausting and emotionally draining? Are you an aging adult who wants to remain independent, but you're not sure how? I'm Pamela D. Wilson. Join me for the Caring Generation radio show for caregivers and aging adults, Wednesday evenings, 6 Pacific, 7 Mountain, 8 Central, and 9 Eastern, where I answer these questions and share tips for managing stress, family relationships, health, well-being, and more. Podcasts and transcripts of The Caring Generation are on my website, PamelaDWilson.com, plus my caregiving library, online caregiver support programs, and programs for corporations interested in supporting working caregivers. Help, Hope, and Support for Caregivers is here on The Caring Generation and PamelaDWilson.com. Dr. R.C. will share extraordinary resources and services that promote educational success as well as making a difference in the lives of all social workers as well as the lives of children, adolescents, and teens of today. She will have open discussions addressing many of the issues that we face about our youth and how being employed in the uniquely skilled profession of social work for over 18 years has taught invaluable lessons through her personal experiences. She will also provide real-life facts, examples, and personal stories that will confirm that why serving as a child advocate is extremely beneficial when addressing the needs of the whole child. Listen live to Dare to Soar, Saturdays, 10 a.m. Eastern, on the BBM Global Network, and tune in radio as Dr. R.C. will provide thought-provoking information that will empower, encourage, and strengthen students, families, and communities across our nation. You can also visit her at soarwithkatie.com. Hi, my name is Mike Zarek. And this is Nancy Noble. We are coming to you live broadcasting from BBM Talk Radio. This is the Nancy and Mike Show. And when we left, I was talking about the phone numbers, 866-451-1451. And when we left, I was talking about the Scrabble game with Linda. And I was really impressed to see how she handled all the good letters she had. And... Uh, I always hope that when I play Scrabble with someone that we both get the right letters when we need them. And uh, that makes the game, uh, it enables both of us to play up to our potential. But 
if you get lousy letters, and I hope this never would happen to me last time, I hope it never happens to her. And uh, that's that's the way it is. But I'm not lucky. No, so it. Uh, it, it happened to me a lot when I played with Mike Ricketts. So, I mean, it's something that happens to me quite a bit. And I'm used to it. And uh, so anyway, that's the way it is. Now, another thing that happened this week, uh, we went out yesterday, uh, a friend, Carol Smith, and she took us to IHOP. And we used to go to IHOP all the time when, when my father was alive. I yeah, think he loved that place. Between that and Boston Market, there were two yeah. favorite places, I right. think. And uh, I was telling the girl yesterday that I want to go to Boston Market, but there's none in the state of Florida. I'd have to go to Virginia to, to get one. <laughs> and she said, well, it's not worth going all the way to Virginia to go to Boston Market. We had a good but time. But anyway, with her. we had a good time yeah. with her yesterday. And she showed us how to get to IHOP. Yeah, I know how to do it. And now, now Nancy knows how to do it. And uh, so people have their own way of getting around, but I like to stick with the streets I know until I'm getting more used to this neighborhood and this area. And you know, the way things are laid out here, and the people who live here will tell you it's poorly laid out here with the numbers and the streets and all that, the avenues, and it's poorly laid out so that it's easy to get confused. Yeah, it's not logic. It's not. It's, there's no logic in, in trying <laughs> to figure out where you are. And all these different numbers. Yeah, and then GPS messes up, and uh, <laughs> uh, there are a lot of areas where there's nothing around, and the GPS doesn't even go there. When we were staying at Motel 6, the GPS didn't know where that was. but it, And we had to go to some boot store in order to find how to get to the Motel 6. Cause it, Motel 6. And that has been there since the 50s, they said. Yeah, so I don't know why that happened. But anyway. and we one an old GPS. One time we went to the grocery store, Publix, and they were sending us to come here, back home, uh -huh. and... Uh, way out of the way. Way out of the way. And Donna said, you don't want to go there. There's no GPS service there. <laughs> it was down 49. I don't know where I the heck it would have taken is. us. But we knew it wasn't the right way, yeah, so we, we ignored what she go. said. But anyway, that's... Uh, we had a great time yesterday, uh -huh. and uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I had... Uh, blueberry waffle and fresh uh, blueberries. Yeah, fresh blueberries and bacon and uh, my hash browns. Hash, I had Nancy's hash browns. And one of the things uh, that seems to be the case in Connecticut and in California, uh, a lot of times their food is undercooked. But not yesterday. But not yesterday. Yesterday was perfect. I have no yep. complaints about yesterday. And I was hoping to make it under 200 today, but uh, no. I didn't make it. I was like, if I lose a half a pound, I'll be under. But I didn't make it. I was 200 even yesterday. And uh, anyway, I didn't make it for the radio show. 
And uh, March 9th, I think it's March 9th and 10th, it's going to be what the Big Ten Wrestling Championships. Oh. And then the following week, uh, March 14th, 15th, and 16th is the NCAA Wrestling Finals. Well, where's that held? I, I think it's in Kansas City. And uh, so I'm definitely not mentioning that. I stupidly, that. yeah, I stupidly scheduled a foot doctor appointment I know. Uh, on the 14th. I'm going to have to cancel it because I'm not giving up the wrestling. And uh, anyway, the, the answering machine said, uh, uh, "Leave a message and don't keep calling this number." <laughs> yeah, well, that that's because nobody's there. The doctor had an emergency, okay. and when we went the last time, we went on February 20th, and there was a woman there, and she said the doctor had an em emergency. We weren't notified of it. Well, they said they called us, but didn't leave a message. So uh, we're very cautious of the phone calls we answered because there's a ton of scam artists out yeah. there. And I just don't want to hear from them. If I don't know, recognize a number, I don't answer it. I know. So uh, Nancy answers them more than I do. But I just, if I don't I know don't the number, like uh, I I just don't. Uh, I know Donna's phone number. So if Donna calls, <laughs> I know Linda Blackwell's number. So if she calls or Carol Smith, you know, if these people call, I recognize their numbers. So I, I know they're legitimate and my number memory kicks into gear, and I know Kills which one. Sometimes the nurses were calling their cell phone, so she doesn't pick up because she doesn't. Know yeah, their because numbers. she doesn't know their number. Yeah. She's not familiar with their numbers, and I can understand that. Yeah. And this doctor, this foot doctor, I didn't know his number, but if he called, and I didn't pick it up because he didn't know it. I didn't know what the number was, and. Uh, so uh, sometimes you do end up with a legitimate number and you don't pick up because you think you don't know what it is. And uh, that's happened because I do remember the number calling when I found out what the number was, but they didn't leave a message. So we right. went there for nothing. And we went to Outback, which was terrific. Yeah. And I got my Aussie fries. <laughs> fries with bacon and cheese. And then you wonder why I can't get under 200. Yeah, I wonder why. We have come to the end of another show. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful week, everybody. Yeah. And we'll see you next Saturday. Take care, guys. This has been the Nancy and Mike Show. Tune in each week and become part of the conversation of the amazing journey of Nancy and Mike. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.